2: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
3: podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel, Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama?
4: Greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Well-dressed hobo. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, here we are, game one of the NBA Finals. Yay. I told you last night. Game one, going to be the Nuggets by 20. Game two, Nuggets by 20. It's not quite 20, but it's almost there. Denver's been in control the entire (laughs) way, 74-60. And Mike Harmon, the Heat culture, getting a big reality check right now, courtesy of Nikola Jokic, who's turned into Magic Johnson suddenly. He may have 45 assists
6: by the time this game is over. Yeah, Brick nearly killed a guy. I mean, a Brick (laughs) thrown up. By Duncan Robinson, almost killed a man. High pressure fronts, high pressure fronts. Yeah, no, he ske- steps away from the defender. He's got a wide open three and ricochets it off the bottom of the backboard. If someone was crashing the glass, you know, like Derek White the other day, it would not have ended well. Yeah. Would not have ended well. Yeah. Uh, but it has been a difficult night for the Heat, would be the. uh The understatement of the year, 37.7%. 37? uh, Exactly. Just 6 of 23 from three-point range. Points in the paint. Denver in the first half had 32. Uh, There was a 14-point differential there. You saw uh, some work on the rebounding uh, totals from Miami. But you know what? They were all off their own misses. And you know what they did? They missed again. So it really didn't matter. This game has gone exactly how I
4: thought it was going to go this why I mean I mean it I can I can take over for Shannon Sharp I'm right I'm right about a lot of stuff this game right here you,
6: you I know what said, you should be embarrassed for that team why
4: why why however why why why?
6: I, I told you. I'm just you.
4: telling you. I told you. I told you. I hate to say I told you so.
6: No, well, I mean, you got it I in less than three and a half minutes so. into the show, so I good job hate by to say you. I told you so. No, this has just been a miserable effort shooting-wise, and then defensively you've had the extra pass out of Jokic's hands. You uh, didn't take a shot until into the second quarter <laughs> once again, or right at the end of the first. Actually, it was right before the, he sat down for an extended period of time, and then the... Miami Heat gained no no traction there. But the extra pass, wide open looks, and many of them were layups or dunks. Right? It's one thing if you, you're crashing onto him and you've got Porter Jr. or one of these other guys deciding they're gonna take an ill advised just inside the three point arc shot. Hey, have at it all you want. But these were just backdoor layups. Wide open looks, flushes, etc., and it just doesn't look like Spolstra and company. Even with one or two little runs in them, uh, there's been no ability to sustain or slow down this offense.
4: Look, there's a couple of things that that I saw in the first half that that y- y- you know going in, but you don't see it until it actually happens, and that's the Nuggets' size advantage is tremendous. It's a lot more work for the Miami Heat to get their baskets, oh, yeah, and a well, lot and it less always work. was right. It always right, was, and it was.
6: I mean, the regular season they were the lowest scoring team in the league.
4: Right, but it wasn't, a cra- it wasn't as crazy a differential what you got to see in the first half, because you see how much bigger the Nuggets are, how much easier it is for the Nuggets to get their well, shots off. Aaron Gordon
6: off. feasted, and then he Look, gave perhaps the greatest halftime interview I've ever seen. He talked for like four minutes! Yeah, he, he had like two or three questions and he talked for nearly five minutes. <laughs> like, normally I say, yeah, we gotta play better. No, we're moving. No, here's, you know, a master class from Jokic today. You know, we're all moving off the ball well, and we know when Nikola looks up and he sees us, if we're doing what we need to, we're going to get fed like all this thing you know and everybody's looking around like wait what <laughs> i'm gonna
4: go back to soren kierkegaard who gave us this bell you familiar with kierkegaard <laughs> let, let me let me go back to never the... talk to another coach
6: at halftime let again go back that. to the 15th century and tell you about how the art of war has <laughs> gone up from uh wow, but... lao su and kierkegaard <laughs> in the first six minutes wow you can tell how <laughs> bad and lopsided this tonight. game is it's a different way uh, hey come on art you of war in. yeah the underdog story nope we cut them off at the knees they're done give <laughs> Give us something
4: new. Give us something new. Uh, You could see that the Heat's attitude coming into this game, and this is why the Nuggets. This playoff. It's a weird comparison, but follow me on it. They kind of remind me of the the way the Patriots used to be. Uh, You could tell that the that the Heat's strategy tonight was okay. We're gonna make everybody else but Jokic make shots, right? Whereas where, I told you the Lakers needed to—you stop Murray, you stop Jokic, let him get his thing because he's going to be a tough guy to guard. This was we're gonna we're gonna see or we're gonna see if somebody else if those guys can really win this game. And Jokic was a huge distributor in the first mm-hmm. you have eight 20s. assists or six yeah. assists in the six first six quarter. Six in
6: the first quarter, and then from there, yeah.
4: And what everybody is finding out is, oh crap, the Nuggets supporting cast
6: is pretty good. Yeah, Jamal well, you're Murray. You're going to get free runs to the basket. I mean, Eric Gordon feasted, Murray feasted. I mean, that that's what's
4: impressed me so much about the Nuggets is that they were playing a different kind of game mm-hmm. from the beginning. And here they are, dominant, out to a 19-point lead now. It's 79-60 to 60, with less than three minutes to go in the third quarter. And Jamal Murray has been everything we, we talked about this playoff. I said, we're not talking about... Beginning of the playoffs, I said, he's going to be a guy we need to talk about more because he's the big X factor. He is the key to the playoffs. And look where he is right now. Again, I hate to say I told you so. But you can see him with 24 and 8 and 6. But the Nuggets have been able to play any kind of game. And that's kind of... What I I would watch the Patriots do for the longest time where a team would think, okay, we know how to attack them and they come in with a strategy and the Patriots would give them a different way to play. And then I go, okay, all right, all right, we got that. Okay, now for the next game, we're going to figure that out. But then... The, the second game they played against, like I watched this happen with the Jets and the Dolphins and the Bills all year. Okay, uh, the Jets think we know how to play the Patriots. So we're going to go in with this attitude week five. And the Patriots win because they show them something nobody expected. All right, we'll, get, we'll, we'll take care of that for week 12 in the rematch. Meanwhile, the Patri- Patriots are on to something else. And now instead of a run-heavy game with a blitz, with a blitz package, they're going to sit back in coverage. Whatever it is, whatever you think you prepared for the last time, we're doing something completely new, and teams can't catch up. And that's what I'm seeing right now, but especially with the Lakers series that happened is that the Lakers just couldn't catch up to what the Nuggets were doing. They had a big chance in that first game to really send, send a message and go, hey, we can come back if they could have hit a shot late, but they couldn't. That was the game they let get away. But everything else, they just couldn't catch up to what the Nuggets were doing. Sometimes it was Jokic dominant. Sometimes it was Jokic laying off. Sometimes it was Murray dominant. Sometimes, And it was so they, they were always one step behind, and that's kind of what I see the Heat tonight. They're one step behind everything the Nuggets are trying to do. And that's been the Nuggets theme for the playoffs.
6: Yeah, and in game four, LeBron James uh, was shot and punched himself out to uh, mix sports analogies. Mm-hmm. You know, I was also thinking about it for those that don't want to talk about the Patriots or or, or the Jets in this analogy and kind of pushing them off to the side. To, to make everybody well, you can't brain. push the Jets
4: off to the side. We're going to win the Super Bowl this year. Well, but uh, we got a couple
6: months before we need to worry about them. No, worry but, about it now. No, we can no, worry no. About but, it now. but the the point. Hey, making if you want to talk about the Jets, we I was can talk about going to pop culture. We could to talk push about the jets. your analogy off to the side. It's kind of like the Raptors that you think you had them figured out in Jurassic Park, but they were just testing <laughs> defense the whole time. Ah, no, they were stupid. The rap, Come on, the kids
4: pretended they were in a bleeping reflection, and the rap, bam, right into the thing. Two, a 12- and an 8-year-old kid who went on to play bass in, in Bohemian Rhapsody, they fooled these
6: dinosaurs. Come on, man, it couldn't be well, that smart. Well, it was their first exposure. If they had that option, nah. and they had to run that gauntlet again, that raptor's figuring it out, They man. knew how to open the door. They knew how no, to no, open no, the door. No, 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 but the they reflection was a new thing. That wasn't a new, I'm going that fast? Come on. I mean, maybe with Pratt later and, on, right? and they had been taught... About reflections and And, and, and optical illusions. And And, that one, no, I I think they just thought it was the people. uh, And also, really,
4: the reflection... I don't think it was going to be that clear. It kind of looked like it was through a mirror, but this was in a this was in a stainless steel. Uh, well, it was well kept kitchen. On, what are you man, talking about? Not, that, that you're not. It hadn't been used of, yet. You're not going to see that kind of I mean, there's no dents in there. It's it,
6: you, mirrors. mirror.
4: There's not. That I want kind of to see myself like no, it's a mirror. Either the Raptors got screwed over by a false mirror, or they were too stupid to see that. Oh, this is really isn't as, as sharp as it should be.
6: Ran right into it. Well, I'm going to say you got that smart I mean, by a twelve year old, eight year old. No, see, you're taking the negative approach. I'm saying I'm going down the positive of they're going to. Joe Missoula was if, able to outsmart you. Hey, he outsmarted you. He's he's coaching for another year, according to. Do you, Brad's th- do you think we could do a game
4: called Joe Missoula or Joe Missoula? And 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 you know you have to pick one of them. Can we get Joey
6: Suzu in <laughs> while we're at it? But anyway, for for the Heat, it has just been a, a dismal. Showing uh, they got it to 10, right? You had a Vincent three-point shot early third quarter. Like, all right, maybe? But nah. <laughs> right back to uh, surgeon-like efficiency for these Denver Nuggets. Lead now out to 24 points as we come up inside of a minute remaining in the third. Again,
4: I hate to say I told you so. Denver by twenty. Well, you know, in game hope's one. a dangerous thing. Denver by twenty in game two, and then Scott Foster and Tony Brothers to Miami for game three. Hey guys, get on a plane. We got to extend this thing. If you guys get on a plane and go, all right, and can you? Do, and I don't want to hear at the end when the Nuggets win by twelve. You guys in a press conference saying, "Well, we did all we could do as referees. Eventually, hey, we got to make shots." Jimmy Butler wasn't playoff Jimmy. He was Come on, this is what's happening. But but this is what I. This is what I. Get you right. know, I saw ahead in in that the Heat have been the little engine that could this entire series, but this is a completely different animal, right? They've beaten teams that were flawed tremendously. You saw the flaws in the Celtics, right? We'll get to them coming up in a bit because they had big news today. Uh, the Knicks flawed, didn't believe in themselves, couldn't get Julius Randle going. They threw up on themselves, even though they gave the Heat a good a good go. The Bucks, everything was so bad they fired their head coach, right? Things were so bad they lose in the first round. So, yeah, okay, they beat teams that you could say, boy, they beat a one, they beat a four. But this team, this Denver Nuggets team, they were the best team in the NBA all year long. There was no doubt about it. They, they started out great. They were great in the middle. They were great near the end. They were great at the end. They've been great in the playoffs. There's been no peaks. There's been no valleys. Peaks are good. There's been no valleys <laughs> for this Denver Nuggets team. It's all peaks. It's all peaks for Denver. They've been great. They've been better than everybody else from the beginning to end. Wire to wire, the Nuggets have been the best team in the NBA. It's going to be no surprise. We walk away. What do you think of the
6: 2022-23 season? It was owned by the Denver Nuggets. Just remember, there will be peace in the Valley for me. Uh, hope is a dangerous thing. See? You know, everybody else could talk about different parts of the Shawshank Redemption. I stick with the theme of hope. And for the Miami Heat, they now have to go to the mantra of, well, it's a run till four. <laughs> Well, I tell you, nothing's perfect. Uh, Shawshank, Shawshank, Shawshanks, Shawshanks, perfect. Uh, Billy Joel's The Stranger album, yeah, but that's perfect too. That's per- everything's perfect. That's perfect. Start going down our list of things that are perfect.
5: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon.
3: We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I just
6: watched your soul leave your body.
4: Jan got
3: tickets. You ready? You know, this is the second time something like this
4: crap has happened to me today. So we pick up Zoe from school. And she came, comes home and we said what what do you want to do? She goes I think I want to t- Wait, 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 wait a second. Who what? who asked for a story? Alex uh, just asked you if you were ready for the tickets. Tickets to this show.
6: Nobody yeah, asked for him. a story. Yeah, and I, did. I and yeah. I watched oh. you uh kind of lose your lunch. Were they were they were they tickets that I could buy food? They actually paid to me actually to go. see a concert. Well, we're going to go, right? I mean, no. we'll, we'll they'll have menu items that Jason would they like. They will. Maybe they'll have like a nacho helmet. It says tears oh, well, for now fears. We're doing <laughs> okay, if they, I will customize <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. one for I'm you. I'm not having
4: a. Well, I don't know. If they're really good nachos, I can eat them in just about any helmet. If they do have helmet nachos at Tears for Fears, maybe I'll go and tailgate, and you guys can like bring me the helmet nachos out, and I'll hang out and watch a baseball game in the parking lot while you guys are watching. And tears instead of for like tears. salad at the bottom of it, we're just gonna have hair. Mm. Oh, uh, what? Why? What? what is that?
6: It's a game-used helmet. No,
4: it's not. Ah, stop.
6: They did have a lot of ah. hair. I don't
4: know that they do now. So we, we pick up Zoe from school yeah. today. Come home. We're like, well, what do you want to do? Because it was one of those days we didn't have anything going on. She goes, I'm kind of tired. I think I want to take a nap when we get home. I'm like, okay. So she comes home, and we're all sitting in the living room. And Zoe says, I'm going to take a nap right here. And, and I said, oh, that's great. I'll, I'll do stuff on my iPad. Maybe I'll take a nap, too. So I go in to get my iPad. I come out, and Pam puts on the soft rock uh, music channel on the TV. And I'm like, all right, great. So I sit down. I use the recliner, put my feet up. And when I put the feet up in recliner, I'm like, I'm here for a while. Same. I don't want I, I to get down. I don't want to have to get down. I'm, I'm done. So yeah. I put my feet up there, turn my uh, Kindle on. I'm going to play a game or something and take a nap. And all of a sudden, running up that hill comes on. And I'm really, like, you've got to be wow! That's kidding me. great, and It's I, a motivational thing for you in the afternoon. Zoe's, Zoe's got to ride and She goes, "Dad, now you got to listen to this." And I'm like, "Oh, come on, come on, man! I mean, that was, well, she orchestrated it. That was no, it's the kid's no, just fault. turn it on. No. It Was there? I'm like, can we turn on like liquid heavy metal or something? I'd rather hear that. Can we? Can that's we turn not it on? helping you
6: nap. Can we turn on? Can that's we? not exercising your brain. No, you need something a little. A little more soothing. Can
4: we turn on the 50s channel so we can listen to that? One, two, three o'clock, four <laughs> o'clock, rock. Can we have anything
6: else other than this? Frankie Valley I, I fall asleep to the Broadway station on iHeartRadio. Oh, very nice. It's really nice. Uh, nice company so. man, Mike Harmon. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I have uh, all iHeartRadio on my presets. That That's all it is right there. Just
6: Actually, like, today, because Radio it is presets. the, uh, what is it, all access iHeart. Radio, you know, all sorts of deals across the nation and, mm-hmm. and stuff, uh, different sponsors and partners and everything else. Pretty cool. Uh, but I did go through and, and I heard the same ad for that three times uh, off my presets in a oh, matter okay. of about two minutes. All right. Very so nice. everything synced up perfectly for me to hear that ad. What did you order? <laughs> did you buy anything cool? I did. I, I have some stuff coming, but, you know, it's not your your guys' birthdays just yet.
4: Oh, all right. Uh, okay. So no bug out club seats. No tickets for Tears for Fears.
6: Well, those Not I happening. got; those we, those we got independently. Tyshir and I going. are working on a deal on that to make sure we get the ultimate and VIP experiences.
4: What is a v- Tears for Fears? They've been they've been around for forty years. What is it? Fifty bucks that you go backstage and sing a song. What are they gonna do? Oh, will they show me crying on a big uh, plasma screen? Hey, look, we're doing another sad song. Here's another guy crying. We're gonna watch him cry for five. What minutes. What if you do break down though?
6: Well, I'm not. Make kind of like you did a couple down. times during the Ted Lasso finale. Tell oh, me you did Oh man, a couple there times. A couple yeah, of gotcha. Yeah, You know those those yeah. shows? They know how to get you. It's yeah. like watching you know, a Disney they do. film. No, they dude, know. They know they, they know the pacing and, and they know where to get you. Dude, as soon as I heard Father and Son, I'm like, uh, oh, now I'm sad for Yondu and now I'm going to yeah, think about a this. song from
4: my youth I'm that's so now getting sad. used all over
6: the place. Like, I hate you all, Ron Burgundy. I'm
4: <laughs> so sad because I'm sad for Yondu because I think about his funeral and now I'm sad here because you're going to show me something you in You know what, montage? he did get the
6: horns of freedom though, oh, even though Stallone so said sad. he was never going to hear him.
4: Mm. Jason, you went to see Moore's Day in the Times and you're going to talk crap on it's, Tears for Fears? It, it's just time, it's no, times, time. Well, but at, no time but, but it, you know Alex you, that's no a good times. point that time. you
6: bring up no time because you were you were going just, all just off on your uh, capacity and just how many time. people they're gonna see I mean more's day in the time you you said it was probably under a thousand people yeah but it Whereas, was tears for fears how many Alex oh, thousands a cast of thousands a couple 17 a, a couple five thousand. at the Hollywood a, Bowl by time it's over 10k
4: already sold a couple thousand for how many how many concerts five maybe yeah okay
6: Still, uh, hey, 50,000 people. It was hey, to go Morris, to Morris Day's Day, got to no, go no, no. do fifty of those had, shows. No, no, no. Can. I had
4: I had to go through a huge vetting process to actually get tickets for that. I had to go through interviews. I had to travel. I had to complete a triathlon. You can't you can't just buy tickets to see Morris Day. You gotta you gotta find a way to <laughs> yeah, win them, man. Yeah, you had
6: me until you said triathlon. You, you can't. Well, the triathlon was. <laughs> as, uh, these guys are falling over themselves. The, the triathlon the was, was
4: was was walking to the corner to mail uh, a letter. Walking back. Untying your shoes and taking a nap. That was a triathlon.
6: Hey, guys. Yeah. One, I have two, the three, set three. list
4: actually for uh, what they're going to be playing. Oh, at fantastic. The ball. For, oh, Tears of Fears? Let me guess. Wait, let me guess. The first song is something to really depress you after you've had a really bad day. That's the song number one. No, you got to get people fired up. Song well, number two is literally everybody wants to rule the world on repeat. <laughs> Who wants to hear that same song again? All right, One, two, three. Jason, you talk crowd, but they already did their tipping point tour, and now they're doing
6: part two because they sold so well. No,
4: dude, I was I hit the tipping point with them a long time ago. I'm not going to that concert. You're not doing it. Shout tonight. Don't you want to sing "Sowing the Seeds of Love"? No, I don't want to sow any seeds. Sowing the seeds. I was done sowing my seeds of love when that song came out in 1991. Boy, and
6: then I had 91? surgery to make it final Nine, 91, several right? years
4: <laughs> 91, I think. Get back to us on the hair helmet, okay? At, at the <laughs> end. <laughs> <laughs> Two, three. Tonight's show brought to you by Discover. At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn. That's right. Everything you earn is doubled. Seriously. See terms. Check it out for yourself at discover.com. Slash match. And
6: believe it or not, that was all scripted. We all, had it all, every yeah, single bit. all written out. Every, yeah, good all, job, guys. Way you to hit your marks.
4: 100%. Top to bottom. There, <laughs> hey, Arian Foster has the script for all of our shows. If you want to know what we're going to talk about, just ask him. He'll know. 16-point uh, lead for the Nuggets right now. 90-74, to 74, about seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Uh, Steve DeSager will have more on this story coming up in a couple of minutes. But uh, the Celtics making a lot of headlines today. And I'm going to preface this by saying... You wonder why I put them on my never-again list. You wonder why. What did the Celtics decide to do? Brad Stevens, who's been running the organization for the last couple of years since getting kicked upstairs as as the head coach, uh, decided, yes, we're bringing back Joe Missoula. Okay, and I was wrong. I thought he was going to be the fall guy because somebody's going to have to be the fall guy there in Boston for it. Okay, it's not Joe Missoula. All right, so they're bringing back Joe Missoula, and I can see why because... They did win 55 games. They got to the Eastern Conference Finals, Game 7. I bet Stevens is worried, hey, could this guy really be a great head coach? I don't know. We haven't really seen a lot, but we haven't seen where the moment was too big for him or the team quit on him. So do we really want to move on from a guy who could be a great head coach. Because as we, as we saw yesterday with Monty Williams getting all that money, said, wait a minute if we let Joe Missoula go, is someone going to sign him for mm-hmm. a lot of money because of what happened? Maybe he's really good. And it's a it's a leap of faith that they're taking. With maybe he's good and maybe in year two he takes care of a lot of things. Because it is, a, it is a, a deal for head coaches that you do learn a lot in your first. You like to think a new head coach is going to come in. He has all the answers. But they're learning on the job just like anybody else. Robert Sala was a much better head coach last year than he was two years ago. But you so so you see it in guys. Hey, they learn a little bit more because the first time they're doing it. So I get that part of Joe Mazzulla. Maybe maybe he could be really, really good, and so we're gonna bring him back for another year.
6: Yeah, I think part of it is you didn't get a true normal ramp up to things because of the way the Adoka situation was handled. So I think there there's some of that, that that folds in as well. Uh as for the moment being too big for him, well we we had certainly Plenty of moments where you could have made the argument, well, did his players over uh, underwhelm to a grand degree? Or was it partially his failure in terms of timeout management and and how the bench was managed? But certainly you had both Tatum and Jalen Brown come up small-ish to be kind in some big moments. And Jalen Brown in that closing game was atrocious. Uh, I, I think he said it perfectly himself about how terribly he had played. But you saw all during the series and all during the playoffs, whenever their backs were against the wall, to a man, they they talked up Joe Missoula. They had his back uh, and believed that he is the man. Now, there's $14 million left on his contract, and given the money we were talking about with Monty Williams, you'd say, well, that doesn't matter. It's like, no, it does. There's still plenty of teams out there that $14 million uh, isn't something they just want to give away. Think about Al Davis and the number of times. Yeah, you want your money? Sue me, sue me. Come back for it. Um, but with Missoula, you, to your point, you won a lot of games, and we try to, we're trying to figure out uh, you and I as we do this night by night, watching the games of the NBA regular season. You're trying to get a true assessment of what the regular season is, right? Where's where's that line? Because being the best in the regular season. Given the fact that a lot of teams' stars don't play but 70% of their games, it's really hard to decide how great a regular season is. But they played well. They won 55 games. The East was deeper this year. right? Well, I mean, look at what the Heat are doing. Yeah. But, but you had a couple of teams that... But for injuries and a couple of bad runs towards the end of the season, we're still viable in the back end of that playoff bracket. So you say, all right, you outlasted, you outwitted, you outplayed, blah blah blah. And Budenholzer, Ed gotten dismissed. You talk, Monty Williams, Doc Rivers for whatever. Whatever you like or don't like, he does have a title, and he seems to be a guy that teams love to bring on, and he's still floating, floating out there. So you're looking at your alternatives if you're going to make a firing. The other thing is you're going to lose a bunch of your assistants, right? They're so all how going
4: to Emay Odoka So how yeah, much of that there. plays
6: in also of you know what we got to keep this guy?
4: Eh, I don't know. I honestly, I think they're okay with that because they want to bring in guys with big time NBA bench experience. But, that, but and help that's them the along point. A little bit. But
6: that's the thing, right? right? You retain him. As opposed to shuffling out everything. So you at least have somebody with the continuity of what this Celtics team just achieved, underachieved, wherever you sit on that grand uh, continuum. But you you retain him and you bring in some other folks to help him with some situational basketball and to keep coaxing whatever the relationship is and the growth of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum.
4: So... If that's what you're doing, just think about this for a second. So, Joe Missoula's coming back. On the same day, the Athletic had reports that the Celtics disagreed with Missoula and his strategy of placing too much emphasis on offense and not enough defensively, mm-hmm. which, oh my goodness, I love the Celtics for that, right? Hey, we needed to do better defensively. To the point where at the end of some huddles, they would say instead of one, two, three Celtics, they would say one, two, three defense. Oh, that's good. When that wasn't what was part of the, the cheer. Well, hey, but defense, defense, it'll, it'll defense. sell you. Yeah. defense.
6: Yeah, I mean, you think of how effective that is when you're at a game. Defense. (laughs) So this is where, and again, you wonder why the Celtics
4: are on my never again list. So on the day that they say we're bringing back Joe Missoula, the story story gets out that the Celtics players disagreed with him. You're going to bring in older coaches, more seasoned coaches to help, which if you need that, why don't you just hire one of those guys? And you also say the plan, we're bringing back Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's got the big contract extension coming in. So the Celtics' plan is when they weren't good enough this year and other teams are going to improve, the Celtics' plan is we bring everybody back and hope everybody improves. Really? That's your plan? Hey, same thing. And hope when we change the calendar, things are different. You wonder why I picked the Celtics for never again. That's not how you improve in sports. You don't improve by saying, we hope our coach gets better. We hope Jason Tatum becomes a bigger leader. He's been in the league for too long now. We hope Jalen Brown plays better. We hope Derek White becomes a, a a better player than he was. Like, you can't just walk in and say, yeah, we hope these guys all get better. These are not all guys in the first year of their contracts here going, hey, this guy's pretty good. He's a rook. These guys have been in the league for a while. And you're going to say, a team that wasn't good enough, we just hope we improve from within? That's a load of crap, man. Celtics, this is why I put on my never again list, because here they are with a chance, hey, we're pretty good. We need to make some moves. We need to make sure we get better. They need a big shooter. They need to figure something out. They need a new mix of guys there. And they're just going to say, we're going to run it back. Again, it's not a run-it-back team.
6: Well, the uh, absence of Brogdon certainly uh, plays a role in things. But for Jalen Brown, situational stuff that needs to be better. and And certainly if the book is out and everybody can say, you know what? Make him go left. And that's a, that's a given to the process, right? It's like you coached softball. You used to coach your daughter's soccer squad. You, you knew which kids never touch the ball with their off foot, right? No, nope. Right foot, no matter what they're going through, is never touching the left <laughs> foot. Never. So you don't have to play defense the same way, right? Like with Jalen Brown, just force him to his left. So... There's an off season of that, but going back to the continuity, uh, look how many guys better than Jalen Brown. I mean, legitimately in the NBA, are there? Right. This is where we yeah, start getting okay. into list. He's I don't not, want to get into list radio, is but he, but is he a periphery top twenty player? Yeah, but still, okay, sure. but, but still, even if he's periphery, yeah, right. Even if you just down downgrade him tremendously off what you saw in this last series, that's fine. He's still a top twenty guy. You don't get rid of top twenty guys. You don't want to pay him. Like a top five guy, but unfortunately that's the way the economics but, of basketball But if works. you're
4: bringing him back and you're paying him all that money, you don't have money to improve. So it's like we're just going to bring everybody back and hope next year will be better. We're going to turn the page. In. What are we going to do differently?
6: Nothing. Well, we're you're coming back with your top two and then you start shuffling back. from there. Uh, and certainly you you go and you you try to sell, sell, sell. But the continuity of keeping Missoula there, that in theory you can you know iron out some of these problems. That you had in communication, the problems that you had with some of the rotations and actually spend a good amount of your offseason on defense as opposed to reinstalling everything. Again, never again. Celtics, I feel better about them
4: being on my never again list than I did a couple of days ago. You just hate me because I'm Irish. I feel better.
5: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon.
3: We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.
4: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hobo. Live from the TireRack.com studios. This hour of the show brought to you by Discover. At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earned doubled seriously. C-terms, check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Game one is in the books, and the Nuggets beat the Heat 104 to 93. This game was over a long time ago. I said Nuggets by 20. I'll take the L, which is really a W. I,
6: they almost got back to the to the number, though. They did. Right? I, final minute. Yep. Yeah. He'd have the ball, and instead they drive into the lane, and the ball's lost out of bounds, back the other way, and Denver runs out the clock. But down eleven with the ball, you orchestrate a shot, maybe hit a three. Now we're at eight, yeah. and it the line was around eight, so it was hovering on either side of that. Depending on when you got in, you might have been able to at least get yourself a push. Had they exercised a proper final. Setting in that offense. Instead, now nah, he fumbles it off his thigh, and that's the end of it. Now we joked
4: around a little bit ago. We told you how the first. I told you how the first two games of the series are going to go. Well, I mean, the you Nuggets just said sweep, and you're going to dance. The Nuggets are going to win by 20. They're going to win Game Two by 20, and then the NBA was going to make sure to get Scott Foster and Tony Brothers on a plane to Miami for Game Three.
6: Do you think they get called like the the uh, the guys in uh, Running Man? suddenly there's a frantic call in the back and they've got to get their uniforms on. Captain Freedom to Wardrobe.
4: Ah, oh, this doesn't work! Captain Freedom to Wardrobe. Uh, no, I think it think called, like, fireman. There's <laughs> a big bell that goes up. i got to get dressed. They get out of bed, put their referee shirts <laughs> we on. We need more stalkers.
6: <laughs> call the stalkers.
4: You see Tony Brothers run out of his bedroom and then run back in because he forgets his whistle. Ah, oh, I put the whistle back on. Get him sliding
6: go. down the pole like he's Batman. <laughs> whistle! 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 (laughs) Uh, But (laughs) maybe they need (laughs) to get them there for Game 2
4: because the Miami Heat just set an NBA Finals record. They put up the fact on on the screen on ABC with about a minute and a half to go in the game. Fewest free throw attempts in a game by a team in NBA Finals history. Three. That was the record. The fewest attempts. Three. Tonight, good news for the Heat. They were 100% from the free throw line. Mm-hmm. Bad news is they were 2-for-2. Two two. They took two free throws in the entire game tonight. The Nuggets were 16 out of 20. The Heat were 2-for-2. Two two. Now,
6: now, they, they took 90, 96 shots on the that's day. a lot of shots. Okay, only 39 of those were three. Yeah. So you're telling me out of those other 57 attempts... Only one drew enough body, hand, arm, eye rake, eye gouge, Punch in the nose to get to the foul line, just yes. one. Yes, because it was complete domination, like I told you by the by the Nuggets. Just physically, complete. there was nobody bodied off the ball as they went up for a shot. Nobody got nope. hit on the hand. It was all just perfect defense, Anthony Davis like defense where he's beating the hell out of someone's. Like, well, look at him. He's just a defensive force altering all these shots. Yeah, if I could bang the guy halfway across the lane that way, then yeah, I, I'm okay, Save good. That one. Save that one tight shirt from Harmon. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I chose my words specifically. Look, now there's... Because I created a picture. There's...
4: who, yeah. And now, now you give me... A... I didn't need. Nobody need. Anyway, there's two ways to look at this. Now there's three ways because now you... There's two ways <laughs> uh, to three look at ways. this. There's one of... Boy, I can't wait to see what the Heat have to say after the game. Sure. We didn't get free throws. How are we? How do we get two free throw attempts? I don't understand. The other part of it is what did we talk about the very beginning of the show? What was the biggest thing that you were able to see in the first half of this game where the Nuggets raced out to a lead? The Nuggets height advantage is tremendous. They are so much bigger than the Heat. And not the Heat uh, were a team that, hey, they're, yeah, they're a smaller team, but the but the pronounced advantage wasn't nearly as much as what you saw in this game here. So that's got to be part of it, too. Hey, when you're a smaller team, tougher to get to the rack, tougher to get to the free throw line. It's going to be more difficult. Again, this is why I say Nuggets
6: in four. You just have to learn to flop a little bit better. Uh, really sell the con ah! uh, as you're hit. They only had eight. Is that times. how you have to do it? Well, that I have to well, do? Well, you, you got to scream. Either that or you got Col- Coach Beard and blood-curdling screams. Okay. I mean, that's going to get the attention of the officials and anybody else within the earshot. But they only had eight turnovers because that's the other thing. If you want to go from the how do you get optimistic that you won't shoot as terribly, that you'll actually get to the foul line in game two, and that at eight turnovers, you took care of the basketball fairly well, will, will you be better? Game two, 26 assists on their 39 makes for the night. And with some hot shooting late, you were able to get up to 33% from three. But better days. Nuggets in four. Better days for the Nuggets. You want to br- break up down
4: don't. more Woo! game one coming up next. This is Fox.
7: to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips.
4: When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall.
3: Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama?